This is a HeadGum Original. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It's called If I Were You. It's hosted by two koi juice. Do you want to see the cheese? Do you need to be regarded as a beast? Don't be scared of what they think. They'll just give you some really good advice. This is the podcast. Hope it's almost over. Honest, this show seems to last forever. Forever and ever. Jake and Amir last forever. Forever and ever Hope the show lasts forever Damn, another Tom DeLong theme theme song. I really appreciate it. No one is cooler than Tom DeLong. <laughs> Do you know what the name of that song is? Uh, that is First Date by Blink-182. Um, That's right. Helmed by Tom DeLonge. That is off the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket LP, of which there were three different versions where you could have three different secret <laughs> bonus songs. Yeah. Um, first Date, pretty solid song. Pretty solid song. Did you notice that that turned into? It was like it, this, that song turned into an insult, and then it almost seemed like it turned into a threat. Like this podcast lasts forever, and then it sort of is like Jake and Amir will last forever. Like we'll do this forever, and that sort yeah. of sounded like some kind of weird purgatory hell. <laughs> right. Well, the f- first one it was an insult. Like this show seems to last forever, but we, all mm. of our complaints that I get are the opposite. This show is too short, which is a funny complaint because it's like it's an insult and a compliment at once. Like this show sucks. It wasn't long enough. It's like, yeah. what, did you like it? But it wasn't long <laughs> enough, or. It's like that famous Jewish joke where it's like, how's the food? He's like, the food was awful and there wasn't enough or something yeah, like that. That's that's exactly what it is. I love that joke. Uh, so, that. yeah, that was um, Alex Lanzi with the, uh, indeed, first date theme song parody. First time he asked us for a girlfriend's, uh, shout out to his girlfriend's puppy, Lena. This time he wants a shout out to his website, alexlanzi, L-A-N-Z-I dot com, which forwards you to my Instagram so you can check okay. out the pictures of him wow. and the puppy. Yeah. A website that forwards to your Instagram. That's good. Yeah. 
alexlanzi.com. You can just buy your name and then just, you know, forward it up to your Twitter, your Instagram, your whatever. I actually can't buy my name.com because it's $2,500. Still. Yeah. They don't care. They don't. And mm. they probably think that the, tr- the site gets traffic because I check every once in a while and I yeah. look. But it's like we got one hit this month and it was from New York City. Yeah, it's always me. It's always me checking that price. Let's let's check in on that thing right now. Well, um, I think he's I think he's waited too long. Like websites are now worth less than they were probably ten years ago. Now yeah. that like social like apps have seemed to have taken over websites. I don't right. I don't need it. That's why. Yeah, it's twenty five hundred bucks. It's still same price. Do you pull I the would trigger? Just like you to so? have it. I just yeah. like to have it. No, I'm not gonna bet. I I would not do it. Um, okay. I think I deserve it for free. It's worthless. It means nothing <laughs> to you or to them. <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> I think that's my favorite Blink One Eighty Two song. This first date, like that part, gets me the most hype more than any other that Blink One Eighty Two song. Yeah. You gotta respect Tom DeLonge's ability to make like three notes on a guitar, like get you up and excited like there's definitely better guitarists out there but i think he he was able to zero in on like these really simple poppy riffs i guess it helps to have travis on the drums but you know what tom doesn't get enough credit and he deserves more he's the goat what is the lyrics where he goes honest let's wait this night's almost over what are they saying specifically uh i believe the lyrics are um let's go don't wait this night's almost over honest let's make this night last forever (laughs) and ever and ever let's make this last forever it doesn't quite make sense nor does it quite rhyme but i still it still is very catchy musically Mm -hmm. yeah definitely let's this night's almost over let's make it last forever (laughs) yeah (laughs) they don't have to mean anything when the riff is that catchy (laughs) And your voice is a little nasally. <laughs> that's all you need. You're pop punk after all. And did I mention aliens exist? That's a great song. <laughs> that's a great song. It's unfortunately how um, how much he believes that. He's sort of a conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know I was referencing the song. I was just saying that Tom DeLonge believes in aliens. Oh, yeah. No, uh, song number two off of uh, Enema of the State is a song called Aliens Exist. Uh, oh. Hey, Mom, there's something in the back room. Hope <laughs> oh. it's not the creatures from above. <laughs> I didn't realize that that song is about aliens. Actually, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> creatures from above. Uh, time's just moving on and on and on soon we'll all be gone is that like about an invasion or something like that no time's just now you're singing man overboard oh yeah they soon all sort that's another instance of tom <laughs> making fucking three notes work for him <laughs> yeah and like he's sort of getting probed remember like the pilot of south park was getting anally probed by aliens that was a whole thing in the 90s people loved aliens they loved probes and if you can actually fit in an anal probe that was the big three this is i'm just reading the lyrics for aliens exist it's so directly about aliens the second (laughs) verse is what if people knew that these were real i'd leave my closet door open all night I know the CIA would say, what you hear is all hearsay. I wish someone would tell me what was right. 
It's do you think this song made him believe in aliens or like this was already like his magnum opus? Be like, I wrote a song about, you know, my aliens thing. It it must be it must have been percolating at least. He did I don't think he'd gone <laughs> off the deep end yet. Yeah. Which is also uh, that's another song, Shallow is also about aliens. I'm off the deep end, watch as I dive in is about mm. like getting anally probed by an alien. <laughs> Every song is about getting a rectal, rectal exam. Probe. Yeah. yeah. Why are they so interested in our assholes? <laughs> These aliens. They can As do anything aliens, they want. Yeah, they're not disturbing enough. You're in a ship, you're seeing strange beings for the first time, and they need your ass. <laughs> they need yeah, to see in your ass, man. <laughs> They need to see our colons to make sure what kind of life forms we are. Which is weird, because, like, that's also something a doctor does, you know? You would think that the aliens would have a different MO than, like, a... a but we get a colonoscopy. That's kind of just yeah. what they do. They do would the you same say thing. they have an NMO? <laughs> nice. An NMO of the state. <laughs> that's fun. That's cool. Is it? That might be actually golden mic worthy. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Whatever. Because you said it or because I said it? Because you said NMO of the state. Uh, I said NMO, like an MO that's an enema. I think that was too, that was a bridge too far. I brought it back on the rails (laughs) with NMO of the state. I connected it to Blink-182. And I think for that, I get the golden mic. You honestly get a turdy for trying to derail the conversation. (laughs) Your weird MO pun. Yeah, that was perfect. it It was off book. It was off script. Yes, yes. And it was off Everything. in general. It was off. <laughs> it was just off. And I brought it back on. I, it was off the rails. I brought it on the rails. No, you, yeah. I was, yeah. All right. Whatever. Fine. Whatever. I don't want to like argue yeah. about it. Whatever. You don't give a shit. <laughs> I just you don't think... care. That's why you don't win the golden mics because you don't give a shit. You say whatever. You say whatever. And this is like the highest honor I in obviously my life to win the golden mic. I the get highest one, honor and is I say, one yeah, that you I, give yourself. I say that I because I am chuffed and I am cheesed and I am very grateful and I am humbled by this unprecedented run of golden mics. I think it's really cool. And you don't win, you get a turdy, you say whatever, like it's no big deal. I've never, if I ever got a turdy, which I thankfully never have, I would, from you. I would, I wouldn't be from like, you, you're oh, the whatever. only judge. I would be Are like, the that only destro- jury? I'm gutted, I'm gutted and I'm sad and I'm depressed. Who would give you a, who would, who would give you a, t- <laughs> who would give you a turdy? <laughs> I think anybody can win You or, think? <laughs> It's been 100 episodes. You don't think. You know it's only you that's given them out. It's only you. Always you. I've, I, if I can give you a turdy, I would. I give you a turdy. Wow. What? Do you allow it? That's, that is uncouth. Two people can't win a turdy in an episode. You know that rule. And that's actually a third turdy for your candy ass. For the attempt. You, ju- you just said you can't give out multiple turdies, and then you just gave me not only two, but three. The Discord's going to be popping off over this. I think mm. you're you're trying to change the rules this late in the game. Everybody, yeah, sh- everybody sees that. Shout out to the Discord. That's uh, I think it's at headgum.com slash Discord, and then there's a Jake and Amir Patreon channel. So join us in there. Chat yeah. up, chat with us. I'm popping in there. Uh, all right, let's try to answer some questions. After all, this is an advice show. If I were you, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by us. Cool. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, here we go. Episode four fifty something. This is when shit like really gets real. Like this is when people start to hit their groove. Yeah, We're, this podcast is about to have a glow up. Really, the next five hundred episodes are going to be insane. 
You think so? The first like, 500 were a prequel to this. We're not even at 500 yet. Okay, well then we still have some time for the. <laughs> this the is ramp also up. pro. Yeah, this is prologue. Should we say if Trump wins the election, we'll stop the podcast? Like try <laughs> oh, to wow. put some like real, real fucking stakes to this election. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Yeah, why not? <laughs> like, what else? What will we have to joke about? It won't be funny anymore. So, like, it, I think if Trump wins on November third, so get out there and vote. But, but if just know if Trump wins, we'll just stop. We'll do one more episode after that. And we'll call it a day. I get. I'm into that. The thing that stresses me out a little bit is that like. If Trump wins, Trump beats Biden. He beats the Democrats. You know, he beats us in a sense. But like putting the podcast on the line is like a real direct corollary. Corollary. Like Trump yeah. will beat me specifically. That's right. Like he will. You know, I guess. I guess that's the fucking fire under my ass that I need. So I think. Fuck I it. think that. I think that'll make you vote. I really think that'll make you end <laughs> up needing to vote for the first yeah. time. I think you're going to cast your ballot. I think I finally will for that third-party candidate, that protest vote that I plan on exercising. Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> <laughs> President, all hail President Jorgensen. That's a, what people say is good news for Biden, is that there's no real third party this year. That, like, whoever was, was last time, I already forget, took some votes away from Hillary. Right. Because oh, it was like Jill Stein and that other guy, Ron something. I, yeah. I forget, but... Yeah, that's true. Also, people hated Hillary, so yeah, I think they were also, they were a lot willing, more willing to like check out that third party candidate, right? And then like old people who didn't like voting for a woman will vote for Joe. So between the old people, the third party people, and the three million people that already preferred Hillary, that should be enough for us to keep our podcast alive. Can you imagine what would happen if a Democrat lost the popular vote by three million? And but won the electoral college, the Republican Party just wouldn't stand for that. The, oh no, the electoral college would be dismantled like the next day. <laughs> it's so yeah. frustrating sometimes that like we just let them make the rules. We're like, yeah, okay, you make yeah, you make the rules, you make yeah. the rules, and then like if the rules ever suddenly work in our favor, they'll just be changed. That's a plus, yeah. Well, I equated it to like calling shotgun, but then the guy who steals it from you, it's like, do you really want to now wrestle in a parking lot to like sit in shotgun, or are you just going to say, fine, you can have it? Right. It's true. And I, but I want my, I don't want to personally wrestle that guy, but I want to elect people that will. That's yeah. what I, I want people like fucking, I want, I want hotheads. I want people that are fighting the same, <laughs> the same exact way. Yeah, and it's weird because the Republicans don't necessarily look like hothead meatheads. They look like jawless coward men. So I'm not quite sure why they're fighting harder. I think, well, I think it's, I'm not sure either. I have no idea. I think that's partially why it's so frustrating. It's also, but like Fox News definitely plays a role. Like having, having like a disinformation platform that they get to yeah. kind of go to. That's helpful, I'm sure. I guess you also have to just not give a shit morally. And, like, they definitely just don't give a shit about looking bad or being bad people. They've yeah. already they've already made that deal with the devil. I'm okay looking bad morally if, like, the right thing is happening. Like, upsetting some Republicans or whatever. Right. And that's what they think, too. They're like, I'm okay looking like a dick to the Democrats because I'm doing what I need to do to stay in power and right. but make my constituents happy. 
do they have constituents? They they also lie. I we're talking too much about politics. They lie to the constituents. They lie to the constituents. They are killing them with the coronavirus. They're uh, giving corporate tax breaks, and they're just sort of like. And then they have like a, a news organization that tells everybody that that's not happening, or the Democrats are doing it. Yeah, so it's kind of and insane. Then- but it's the majority of, of people in Kentucky or wherever Mitch McConnell's from are down for it and will vote for him again. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we agree. Kentucky will vote for him again. Uh, all right. Moving out of America. This is a 25-year-old from Australia. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Oh, God. Yeah. God damn what I love to fucking live where you do. Yeah. Let's just... If, again... Trump wins. We're out of here. No more podcasts. And we'll be Australian, um, I don't know, commercial writers or something. Yeah. You know, actually, I, I, I've mentioned this before, but I've been uh, taking that. Uh, I've been doing that like outdoor training at the um, McCarran Park. And one of the instructors for this gym is um, an Aussie. And uh-huh. he was talking to me about uh, moving to Noosa in Australia. Have you ever seen Noosa? No, is that like inland or something? Oh no, this is ocean. This is okay. uh, it's called Noosa Shire. It looks like um, it's it's a a little north of like the Sunshine Coast near Brisbane. Oh, I see. Yeah, like when you walk around LA or New York and you like walk into like an Australian coffee shop, you're like, oh, that's cool. It's foreign. It's like Auss- Aussie. They know what they're doing. It's cool to have like an Australian-owned business. Yeah, they we can brekkie. do that. We can do that in fucking Australia. We'll open an American-themed, I don't know, what are we good at? Uh, um, Ham? <laughs> we open a Boston market on fucking Brighton Beach. That's cool. You want to open a Two Guys there in Bondi? Yeah, so it's like Bondi Beach, but then also if you want turkey and ham and mashed potatoes, we're also there. Hey, we're from America. Does anyone want turkey and gravy? We do a tater tot stand here in Byron Bay now. <laughs> we're out of business, but it doesn't matter because we're happy. Uh, yes. All right. So if the podcast, if Trump wins, we quit the podcast. We move to Noosa, Australia. That's the new Hawaii. That's what I'm pitching. Noosa is the Noosa. How do you spell yeah. it? N-O-O-S-A. Just do me a favor and, and Google image search Noosa, Australia. Oh, wow. It does look like Hawaii. What's going on here? Uh, I don't know. It just looks like Utopia. It's on the other side of the world from uh, Fox and Friends. That's what I want. Noosa. Where is this in relation to um, Kentucky? Um, Let me see. Directions from Noosa to Kentucky. Oh, it's pretty far. Yeah. It's like, it looks like it's 18,000 miles away. That's friggin' really not bad. Yeah, that's Shit. about as far as you can get. It's known for its heavy surf, though. I'm kind of worried that we I, won't we will stand out a little. If bit. there's an undertow, I won't fucking make it. <laughs> Do the waves get bigger than two feet? Because when I boogie, sometimes I crash on my sternum and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> there's a freaking cross rip, guys. I'm on a boogie board and a surfboard impales me on the first day. Just fucking slices me in half. Oh! 
I'm on the beach watching and a shark just comes up and bites my leg. <laughs> Slippery little bitch. Oh my god, it came on the sand. <laughs> this isn't happening. I need to go back to the valley. I need to go back to Encino. Pence isn't that bad. Christ. <laughs> let me back in. What's that? You won't let anybody enter your country anymore? Sort of a new edict? Immigration and tourism is completely shut down? That's fair. Back to Noosa with my ass. <laughs> uh, all right. This is a 25-year-old from Australia. And during quarantine... Oh, wait. We don't have a name for this guy. We'll call him uh, Heath Ledger. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, during quarantine, my girlfriend and I have been experimenting sexually to keep each other from going insane, and it's been a lot of fun. We even started role-playing, it being close to Halloween and all, I'm 100% down. But what happened next was nothing short of fuckery. She suggested a schoolgirl outfit, a classic, but for some reason an air hostess costume popped into my head. I guess he means stewardess for us American mm-hmm. folk. Yeah. Uh, a flight attendant, if you will. And I thought it would be fairly hot. I suggested it to my girlfriend and she lost it. She said it was weird and creepy and not a sexy <laughs> job and said that from now on she won't feel comfortable getting on flights with me because she thinks I'll be checking out the cabin crew. What? Yeah. Is this, is this weird or creepy? I don't think so. It seems like a pretty hot thing, the Mile High Club and all. She was suggesting a new schoolgirl, which is, seems way more fucked up if you think about it. How do I calm her down and convince her that I was joking and not attracted to flight attendants? <laughs> yeah, start with being like, do you think I'm attracted to school children when we do this other role-playing thing? That's fu- yeah. That's way more fucked up. God, yeah. just play her this part of the podcast. That's crazy. A flight attendant is, is of age. You're not talking about, you know, a Britney Spears type. You're talking about a Mike Myers in that one movie type. And they're, like, undeniably hot. That's, like, a sexy-ass job for sure. Yeah. Um, it's, it's at the very least a classic fantasy. And she can't get mad at you because this, was, this whole thing was, like, a, a fun role-playing thing. Yeah. If you, if you, you can't kink shame, if you're going to do, if you're going to like enter role playing, then like it's, that's got to be a safe space for you to share. Cause like now you can kind of be like, okay, you've made me feel bad about my fantasy. Fine. I understand. Um, but look, this kind of ruined, like suggesting different things to role play. This ruined experimentation for me yeah, yeah. because now... <laughs> Now I feel ashamed to say any of my ideas because you'll call me a pervert and uh, not want to go places with me. He's dressed like a pilot this entire time. Like, now I feel pretty bad. (laughs) I obviously feel bad. I wonder if he dressed like a pilot, if that would be equally weird for her or she would be into it. If she would be into it, then you can call her a hypocrite because she's into the aviation (laughs) costumes as well. Well, you guys could both be be flight attendants, too. I, I, I don't know. It's... I, I also, when they were talking about uh, the fantasy, I sort of imagined there's a pilot and the flight attendant. Though it is also hot to just, it's just kind of weird to role play as a passenger. Yeah. It's like a boring one, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a businessman. <laughs> Ma'am, uh, can I have two creamers with the coffee <laughs> and an extra blanket? Do you know if the flight to St. Louis is going to be leaving on time? Because I don't know, think I'll make my connecting. <laughs> It's a little bumpy. Oh, you're on Spirit Air. <laughs> My headset jack isn't working. God, how hot would a fantasy be if they like didn't charge you for for an overhead bag on fucking Spirit? That's hot. 
So your fantasies like, just it's get away with twenty five extra charge. Bag, but you can right. you can bring on. Oh yeah, you only allowed to carry on in a personal item. I can I can see you have <laughs> a bag as well, but you just got it at Hudson News, so I'll let it slide. <laughs> and you can slide. Did you want any perfume by the gallon duty free style? <laughs> oh. We also sell cartons of cigarettes, and I'll give it to you when we land in Ottawa. I got a bottle of Bailey's tax-free. $48 for a jug of gin. Baby. And an XL bag of peanut M&Ms. Meet me in the bathroom. Uh, all right, yeah, tell her it's no big deal, that she shouldn't. Yeah, she can't shame you. This This whole thing was hopefully her idea, too. Unless it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, you could just be like, okay, we will not revisit that fantasy. And then, like, have a little reset. Like, there's no reason. Because, like, this this fantasy just popped into your head anyway. It's not like it was a deep-seated fantasy. But yeah. you can just be like, all right, let's forget about that one. Just so we can go over the ground rules for suggesting fantasies. I will only feel comfortable if um, you don't make me feel like shit after I say something. And, and also, can we take a quick flight together? I want to check out the new costumes that TWA just rolled out. <laughs> I mean, my God. See you in Noosa, baby. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. Thanks some sponsors, and we'll be back after these messages. Rad. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect it's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm -hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell 
product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness, it's nah. a It's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non-movement movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. <laughs> one? Anti-movement uh, seems I'll like it should I'll have to check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little the <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if I do, but you you just got a haircut, right? Yeah, that's would kind you, of unsolicited. Would um, you recommend that? I think I would. I was I was growing it out, which is always fun. Everyone likes a good grow out. But there's always like, you know, after seven, eight months, like the the ends of your hair is just too much. It's like scraggly, split end, damaged, flying everywhere, going into my eyes, going into my ears. Mm -hmm. I was afraid to get a haircut out of a barber because I don't want to like stand inside with a bunch of strangers, one of them cutting my hair. I looked into outdoor haircuts. Uh, finally, Avital, my girlfriend that lives with me, is like, I can figure it out. I can cut your hair because she bought professional scissors to cut her own hair. Oh. So she had the equipment. She, she looked on YouTube. Yeah. And I was, you know, a little uh, nervous because this is her first haircut, but it turned out great. I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is perfect. I don't need a professional haircut anymore. Whatever Ever she did. Ever again. Yeah, I guess not. Um, you think you'll just, like, that's all you need to do? If she'll have me, I'll just keep getting a free haircut right. at home. Uh, Five years and I from kept now, it... there's, there's no coronavirus. All gone. Everything's fine. You would be getting your haircut from Avital. Yeah. I mean, I did the math. I'm like, I usually get a haircut a month for like $40. It's like $500 a year that I'm saving. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Um, but you have, you're still wearing it long on top. Is that like, did you? Yeah. Dis so you the whole thing is still long. You made a style long. choice. Yeah. I wanted it to, I basically found a picture of Paul Rudd on the hot ones. And I was like, I want it to look like that. So still long, but just not as, my problem was the thickness of it like my hair underneath the hair that you can see was pushing it out so much that it looked like i was wearing earmuffs mm, so she I was see. like thinning it but still keeping the length but still trimming like the last like three inches which like went down to my mouth instead wow. of like up to my nose damn so you're do you feel like this is your new your new style you want to have like a semi-long yeah. haircut so yeah then like semi -long. in two months you'll cut it back to this yeah i think so maybe go a little bit shorter on the sides but yeah overall I'm happy with this current haircut. 
happy with the current price. She did a great job, and I didn't. I only paid her thirty-five dollars, so I saved five bucks. So, oh, so you? I mean, you were talking about saving five hundred a year, but it sounds like you're you're going to save like what is that? Like fifty bucks a <laughs> well, year? I, yeah, I basically pay her to do a bunch of shit. So, like, I saved money on the haircut, and then I don't have to pay her to sleep next to me. <laughs> what, she took what? it out. <laughs> I basically have a stipend or a fund that like a five hundred dollar i had i hire her on retainer she's like a what (laughs) otherwise she will she'll leave be here yes leave me she's all like with you and you pay her to stay (laughs) i'll pay her to hold my hand i'll pay her to watch a film with me i'll pay her to cut my hair (laughs) i'll pay her to say nice things to me when i'm (laughs) sad i see so you pay her a stipend to live with you and then you pay her a la carte (laughs) For certain things throughout the day, if you're feeling low, if you need yes, camaraderie, I right? See. And it's not okay. really like a sexual thing either. It's more like I understand. Uh, telling no, me sad. that the it's sandwich depressing. was good it's, or right. something. Yeah, like that. no, it's so needy. It's beyond. It's beyond sexual for sure. Yeah, it's beyond it's meat. Room. So yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll have her make me like a veggie burger, and that costs how much forty one dollars. Yeah, you forty one. That, I like, do pay for the burger, and I pay for the cooking fee, and I pay for the shopping fee. I'll pay her to shop for her, and then, for her to cook for me, for me to compliment her cost cash as well. Uh, oh wow, to talk to her costs money. Yes, she's, and is she is. I just don't know if this is scalable. Like, is she doing this with any other guys, or is it just you? Well, I pay her an uh, exclusive fee of 1500 a month. She was doing it with other guys, but nobody God. else wanted to pony up the exclusive fee, you see. You're into So now she does. That's what it is. <laughs> now she only does it with one other person because I wasn't able to pay for the ultimate exclusive fee, which is ten grand a month. <laughs> so me and that. Arthur kind of split that <laughs> monthly thing. Do you and ever pay her to say great. mean shit to Arthur? You, <laughs> of course. The problem is Arthur, Arthur doubles it. She get, Arthur, yeah, Arthur she can, doubles it to block She's me. playing all, you guys off each other. She's like, hey, Arthur asked me to hold his hand for 25 bucks, but I can slap him across the face for 50 And then I'll do that, and he's like, "I'll." it starts like a fucking bidding war. She's like an auctioneer <laughs> between me and Arthur. To the point where I think I'm getting taken advantage of. Right. She might just be with Arthur, and it's all a fucking ruse. It's all a ruse to gouge you. Yes. I'm being gouged at the pump and at home. Um, You know, Jill Jill wants me to get a haircut, actually. Like super short or just clean it up? She wants me to clean it up. She's Because I don't want to cut it. I just want to keep my hair and my beard growing i don't want to touch it i haven't touched it um i guess i shaved maybe a month and a half ago but i don't want to i i just want to like grow my hair and my beard through the winter and see what's what yeah which is very Um, possible i mean it's starting to get cold over there yeah you're nobody you're gonna hunker down you're not going anywhere i'm not going anywhere but uh joe wants me to get like a almost like a a haircut (laughs) for growing out your hair for long hair so it like grows in even and layered or whatever i just i get that that is a thing in theory but i feel like i've done it before when i was trying to grow out my hair and they just cut it super short because i walk in there and they're like they make an executive decision like this guy looks bad i'm gonna cut his hair short because that's what that's what society wants where are people getting haircuts in new york 
Um, I, my barbershop, I don't know how they have my number, but like actually two or three barbershops send me biweekly text <laughs> messages. That's two, oh, that's wow. twice a week. Uh, so like they're open, <laughs> they want people to come by. And the, the place where I usually, where I used to get my haircut, they only have two seats. They're like, and I've been going there cause they also sell coffee. So I've been going there. Um, they, it seems Just pretty not safe. for a cut. Yeah. I don't want to get a cut. Um, but then also people are like on Instagram doing the outdoor hair, haircuts and stuff. Yeah. What's going to happen in New York in the winter? Like a lot of the things right now are kind of half opened outdoors, like bars and restaurants are like at the very least staying alive when it's outdoors. But like when it's 22 degrees out, are people going to be like eating brunch like outside still? People are, people are talking about it because like there are a lot of these places, they had like temporary outdoor seating that is becoming more and more permanent. They're like building wooden structures in the street into the sidewalk oh into the um, street into the street like instead of parking spots um and then like they're putting tent covers on the side heat lamps in there blankets across your lap they're th- i think that's the plan it's not a great plan but it's gonna allow restaurants to hopefully survive i've i've really liked going to um outdoor dining when i can but when it's does that survive if there's snow if there's rain if there's freezing conditions i don't know i mean i don't think that a lot of people restaurants weren't completely packed when there's like rain and snow anyway so i think that like if it's a clear night if it's like even if it's cold i think people will go out i think people will sit by the heat lamps do the blankets on the laps as long as the as long as the restaurant has like a a good enough like shelter i think you can do kind of indoor outdoor dining while it's cold they do it oh, in yeah. like Scandinavia. They do that. Yeah, we're just not used to it here. Um. All right. One last question. Uh, let's do it. Uh, okay. This one is another. Let's talk about COVID intercourse question from a lady's point of view. Okay. Twenty-three-year-old law student. We'll call her. Zendaya. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Absolutely Zendaya. How old do you think Zendaya is? 19. Let's see. 24. Oh, I was closer. All right, cool. You didn't say anything. Oh, no, because I said 23-year-old student, so I was like, I'm guessing that she's 23. All right, fine, fine. fine. Sorry. Sorry. Didn't Didn't mean to bite your head off. Hello, Josh and OK Bloomer. Shout out to my TikTok. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> I'm having it and it's great. And for some context, <laughs> nice. I'm a female 23-year-old law student. He's a 23-year-old medical student. And we broke the COVID laws to come together and come together. You know what I'm nice. saying? Yeah, very cool. I'm typically one to leave immediately after sex. And I rarely double dip. However, I've broken my normal rules. <laughs> and we've been awesome. <laughs> I've broken my normal rules, and we've been sleeping together once or twice a week for the past one to two months, and we always spend about one to two hours having sex a few times, and then he leaves. At first, this was ideal, as I hate spending the night with people, but as it's been an ongoing thing, and he's even said he's not sleeping with anyone else, I'm starting to want more. 
We never hang out outside the bedroom, and nothing has changed from the beginning. Should I just assume he's only in it for the sex, just as I was in the beginning, considering we've never once brought up a date, eating together, or watching a movie? It's always just one of us sending a 10pm text after we're done with studying for the day. I keep considering to bring it up to him, but I don't want to lose good sex by bringing up dating. What should I do? First of all, great, awesome situation to be in. You're having great sex with... um a smart guy that's not sleeping with other people, at least as he mm. says. Awesome. Yeah. Great. I think yeah, that you a don't... a rare, rare condition is like two people who are texting each other at 10 p.m., mm-hmm. both I think equally that... interested in having sex and then falling asleep separately. Definitely. And I think the thing is that you're like, it's almost like you're equating like bringing this up with ruining it. Like it's a one-step thing. Like I do one thing and it's ruined, but usually it's like, a 10-step process to really ruin something, maybe four or five steps. I think that you don't have to be like, what are we doing here? Or do you want to date me or not? Or whatever. You just, you know, what's the next step? Like, after you're done having sex, do you want to stick around and watch a movie? Do you want to order food? It's just one thing. Just And if they say no, then that doesn't take away the sex moving forward. Yeah. Then it's just an indicator that it's a casual relationship or you can even ask that question like two or three times, I think, without anything really. Like if if you fuck and then say, do you want to order a burrito? I don't think he would be like, um, Nito. look, I don't, this is <laughs> this is all moving a little too fast for me. Like you've Maybe already done. nachos. <laughs> but this is way too much too soon. I'll get a quesadilla, but I'm not that kind of guy. I'm down to eat guac with you, but I'm not down to walk with you. <laughs> this burrito is a little too wet. <laughs> yeah, so you say take a baby step towards a half date. Maybe it's like, yeah. oh, if you, uh, yeah, because the next text will come around 10 p.m. Maybe you can do a text at nine or a text at eight or a text at seven. Be like, yeah. I have this. I have this DVD from Redbox, Amistad, that I was going to watch at 8.30 if you were around. So fucking romantic. <laughs> you fucking get, a, get Amistad at Redbox? <laughs> Outside of a 7-Eleven? I was going to rent this Redbox DVD if you're around. You don't it's think Beavis this and Butthead Do America. <laughs> oh, yeah, Netflix works too, or a streaming service, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're already chilling. You can easily slide in Netflix after that. Yeah. And I mean, you're also both, you're both busy with like, uh, law and medicine. Isn't that right? So law and order. <laughs> you won't even say law and order. <laughs> he won't say radical Antifa terrorism. And it's he so wants weird. to sleep over. I don't think so. <laughs> you Dump won't this say Democrat. <laughs> God. I don't understand why the response when some when he's like he won't say law and order like I guess Biden did eventually say it but like if you set someone up that badly like couldn't he just be like yes I will law and order you fucking moron like no there, I he starts it. melting <laughs> <laughs> shit he said it now what will my attack be <laughs> meanwhile like the response is like. All right, I said it. Now, will you say that being a Nazi is bad? He's like, oh, well, what do you want? I don't know about that. That's 20% Stand by. of my vote. Stand by. That's, that's how dumb Trump is. Thinking on his feet, he couldn't even say, like, he is trying to 
to like thread a needle where he doesn't have to condemn white supremacists. <laughs> um, but like saying stand by is probably the dumbest thing because <laughs> it's the opposite of condemning them. Oh, I thought of another good question they can ask him at one of these debates slash town halls. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what's Baron's birthday? What's your son's birthday? There's no way he memorized it, right? No, no way. Absolutely no way. <laughs> and that would yeah, be a fun I, like moment. Mm-hmm. I bet he doesn't know birthdays, anniversaries. I'm certain he does not. <laughs> so great, great. Katya, you don't know your son's birthday. Obviously, it wouldn't swing anything, but it's just fun to have him try to make yeah. it up, maybe be wrong. At this point, like the the sides have been chosen. Let's just ask questions that embarrass the guy. <laughs> Suburban woman, will you like me? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> We're gonna miss him when he's gone, by the way. Like we make fun no, of he's... him a lot, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna really miss him when he's gone. And I think he's gonna win and we're gonna have to quit the podcast. So y'all will miss <laughs> us. When we're gone. When we're gone. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. Another episode in the books. Will it be mm-hmm. four fifty five of seven thousand or four fifty five of four fifty eight? Because this whole thing is coming to an abrupt halt if Donald Trump wins. We don't know yet. That's what makes it so exciting. Wow. Pretty cool, right? Pretty cool. Pretty cool indeed. Uh, all right. The opening theme song was Alex Lanzi. This closing one is by Trevor Jennings. Let's see if he had anything special to say. Trevor okay. Jennings. Day one, JNA fan and Patreon supporter. Thank you. Uh, nice. I suppose you can shout out my Instagram at oddsaki, S-A-K-I, and Damn. at Inky Boy, where he publishes his illustrations. So there you have it. Oh, also, Jake, good to hear you have ancestry stemming from Nova Scotia. That's also where I'm from. So I guess we're distant cousins or some shit. Sweet. If, uh, yeah. if Noosa doesn't take me, I'll be moving to Nova Scotia. That's good. So you can either Don't do like the know, beach Sam. thing. Yeah, or like the wetlands. Do you prefer like being like kind of like Seattle, like 50s drizzling or like the beach vibes where it's like 80 and sunny? Yeah, 80 and sunny all the way. But, you know, I like to dip into some some cool, um, you know, wetter climates, Pacific I suppose. Northwest. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you could do both. But, well, Nova Scotia is on the East Coast. Yeah. A lot more doable. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Thank you to Trevor. Thank you to Alex. Thank you to you guys for listening. If you have your own questions or theme songs, send them all down to ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. And we'll right. be uh, back next week. Later, folks. Later, everybody. If I were you, I'd eat my own shit. Because Bradley Cooper did it in Limitless. Check the deleted scenes. For everyone's information, I can still get with girls. That was a HeadGum Original.